Hey, good morning, friends. Your friend Skip, your fellow journeyer on a on a path, I hope, that leads to substantial meaning in our life. Uh, 3.55, I got up a little early today. Uh, the date, although that may not be important, is April 7th. 2022, uh, watching a uh, documentary very early this morning on quantum physics, on physics in general, black holes and such. Heck of a way to start your morning. A little bit of caffeine, a little bit of Gatorade. And uh, looking forward to to today. <clears throat> so I uh, ask your forgiveness <clears throat> with my allergies, as always. Uh, and let's get to uh, let's get to our topic today, which is really just a general topic on our usual. Excuse me, while I get a drink on our. Um, Usual topics. I just want to take a take another avenue, talking about what it means to not have meaning and what it means to find meaning, because I really think it lies at the core of what it means to be human. That we are all searching for a meaning, the meaning. We are all searching for these existential things in this life. Now, that search manifests itself in different ways. Uh, maybe you want to get an education. Maybe you want a different job. Maybe uh, you desire a certain thing out of your relationship. Maybe you desire uh, or feel frustrated by not being able to express yourself uh, creatively, uh, humanly, for that matter, and all that that means. Uh, we do live with a certain amount of frustration. And I contend, I my claim is this, that that sort of low-grade or high-grade uh, constant frustration is the fact that we have not arrived, we do not live out of our truest self, our truest meaning. And that is what this podcast is about. And so today's topic is what this podcast is about. Uh, it is about dealing with that frustration. Now, let me give you a caveat here. Let me, let me give you a, a disclaimer, if you will, that uh, I myself still have that frustration often that I am in no way speaking to you from somewhere other, <laughs> somewhere complete. I'm on the journey myself. So when I give these podcasts, always remember, I'm still working on this stuff myself. But I think I have, through the circumstances of my life, come to an understanding that this sort of... Uh, constant dissatisfaction with the, with the way life is, with the way the world is, that we all seem to feel 
that we all seem to express um, this is our innate and internal need to find meaning, to find our authentic self, to find our purpose, if you will. So we we live, you and I, and and everyone I have ever met, to be honest with you, to some degree, live out of a sense of internal frustration or internal conflict or internal want. Um, and there's all sorts of reasons for that. Like, you know, the core reason is we need to find our meaning and our authenticity. But those frustrations are expressed in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, maybe we're not happy with how we look. Maybe we're not happy with our job or relationships. Maybe we're not happy with the state of the world. Maybe we're not happy with this or that. And, you know, some of this stuff needs to be addressed. There's no question. I'm not sure any of us should be happy with the state of the world right now. Uh, it's it's a frustrating place. But that frustration, just like from the individual, uh, that, that frustration in and with the collective human experience, societies, organizations, uh, it's all the same thing, folks. All of, uh, to, to quote the Bible, you know, all of creation is groaning with birth pains that we, we see, we, we taste, we understand, we comprehend a massive um, frustration that is becoming more acute because we are becoming more aware of. Uh, technology makes us more aware of the world. Uh, instant news makes us more aware of the world. Uh, and so we, we, we live with this sort of seething, underlying low-grade or high-grade sort of frustration. It depends on what day it is. Some days I'm not as frustrated. Some days I'm more frustrated. We live out of a sense of anxiety, don't we? It really is a collective and individual anxiety that we live out of. So, what does that mean? <laughs> well, these things compel us towards something. They, they compel us towards that, that singular question of, there must be something better. We've all asked that. I think most of us have, have asked that. The, there must be something better. There must be a, a, a better way to be human, a better way to be us, a better way to live, a better way to express ourselves, a, a better way to... There, there must be a more comfortable way to be human, a more satisfied way to be human. And I think if we're honest with ourselves, we all have that quest. Now, the challenge is this, is that, at least for me, I have discovered that where that, where that question leads us, that question of there must be something better, at least initially will lead us to sort of trying to improve the way things are in life. 
get the right job, get the right spouse, get the right checking account, get the right house, get the right this, that. We, we try to improve the externals. We go out, we get in shape, we, we eat better. And at the end of the day, uh, we might achieve these things and then we still have that low grade or high grade angst, dissatisfaction. We still have the same question. There must be something better. Uh, life must be something more than this. And uh, because, folks, we, we can't find that answer in the external. We can't find that answer with just getting in better shape or finding a better job. I have seen this <laughs> every time. Uh, and I have experienced it in my life every time. When you try to change the externals in hopes that somehow uh, the internal will change, it won't work. You have to change the internal, and then the external manifests itself. Uh, that's why I, I see people wake up spiritually, and they begin to do these external things like find a, find a religion or get in shape or find the job or find you know what they believe to be the perfect spouse or partner and although they have these these things and and they can be wonderful uh, often they end up being destructive because no one's changed fundamentally how they perceive reality how they process reality and how they produce reality fundamentally Friends, hear me. Spirituality has nothing to do with uh, dogma, has nothing to do with uh, really what you believe about God. That may sound shocking, but it doesn't. Uh, spirituality does not mean that you're going to go to this kind of class or that kind of self-help program or this kind of church, or that kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. Some of those things can be helpful. Some can be harmful. What it means, I believe, to understand true spirituality is to understand fundamentally that we are perceiving reality wrong. We are processing reality in a wrong way. And we individually and collectively are producing a reality in the wrong way. And spiritual uh, activity, spirituality, the spiritual life that might include self-help or religion, might or might not. Spirituality, to lead a spiritual life, is to intervene in that process with love. Let me say it again. Let me try to articulate this one more time, <laughs> 10,000 more times, uh, that to, to rid yourself of that angst, to practice, to live out of a sense of gratitude, to live out of a sense of some satisfaction, to live out of a sense that although circumstances may not be perfect, you're okay, to live out of that place means you have to intervene in that perceiving, 
processing and producing reality. You have to intervene in that with a sense of love and kindness to yourself and to others. No, it that will not get you the lottery. Uh, it will not get you the perfect body. You still got to work for things. But what happens is we turn the tables on that idea of of, of finding meaning. That we 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 um, turn it around rather than finding meaning by employing things, trying things external to us. We find meaning by going internal, and then the external will reveal itself to us. Then the external may change, or it may not. And that's a, a very difficult part of this, folks, is that you may hold on to these expectations that if you, if you do this inward work, that somehow the outward's going to change. That's not the point of this, folks. The point of, the, the point of, of authentically being you is, is not to get a better job. It, it, it's to be an expression of who you truly are. The, the fundamental energies uh, that you are born to express, the fundamental creativity, the, the essential kindness that you are, the love that you are built to express, that's the point. And you can do that shoveling horse dung <laughs> or discovering black holes. Uh, you can do that uh, as a preacher, a teacher, a ditch digger, a garbage man, a, a guy who works in a factory. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have some goals that you may want to improve yourself, improve your lot. We have to live in the world. You may want to make more money to, to feed your kids, to to buy a house to live in, whatever it may be. But you cannot put that first. The first thing we have to do is intervene in that process of how we perceive reality by practicing kindness, by looking for love uh, to be expressed, uh, by, by processing how we see reality through filters that are true about being human. The filter of generosity, the filter of love, the filter of forgiveness, the filter of compassion, filters of empathy. So there you have it, my friends. That's what this podcast is about. It is about the discovery of who you, who I, who we all are. I believe that who you are, who I am, who we all are, are creatures that are built to express, uh, to convey, and to live out of a sense of deep love, deep kindness, and deep gratitude. There you have it, my friends. Uh, whatever this day is handing you, um, be kind.
Be loving and be hopeful. Talk to you later. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.